0: This is Bite Size History with the Saints.
1: Hold up.
0: Hi, everyone. It's Megan.
2: And it's Bradley.
0: So, we are filming this a little bit late.
2: That's my fault. Yeah. W- I'm on a new medication and it is uh, kicking my butt.
0: Yeah. And we completely lost track of the day. Um, and it's only 10 a.m. Uh, so, from there, we're going to be talking this week about the recipe for this next weekend. But before we get into that, I wanted to announce some exciting news
1: <laughs>
0: celebration noises. <laughs> <laughs> Starting on Wednesday this week, March 1st, we are launching a Kickstarter to make a cookbook.
2: Yeah, we've been hinting towards it, but we never really officially said what it was.
0: Yeah, because we didn't want to bring it up too early and people not have any interest in it. Um, But we have secured a publisher. Yeah. We know a publishing schedule for it. So at this point, we feel really confident that we can hit the Kickstarter goal.
2: With your help.
0: Exactly. Um, I put a great blog post up where I explain, you know, what the benefits are of this cookbook versus, like, you know, just going to the website. Um, And a lot of it's going to be, we want this to be something you can reference for not just recipes. There's a lot of, there's a huge gap in the market right now of, you know, food history kind of text that's not, like, gibberish or written so, so academic-wise.
2: Or, the uh, paleo diet oh, BS. God. All of that is utter nonsense. And I'm sorry if you do paleo diet, but it's wrong. Well,
0: that's the thing. <laughs> the paleo diet can be fine, but it's not what the Paleolithic humans ate.
2: <laughs> yeah, we like the idea of excluding honey. Honey was one of the main components to what we ate, or nuts, or nuts. They those are all extremely important to you know, our diet, have always been important to our diet.
0: Well, and it's like the idea of cutting down carbs. You probably should cut down refined carbs, but cutting down carbs in general for a high-protein diet does not a happy person make.
2: Yeah, and that's, that's the problem, is that the idea of it focusing largely on meats, you know, meat wasn't always guaranteed. Yeah. It wasn't always something that you had access to.
0: I think if most people in modern days had to go out and hunt their own food, they would not be eating meat. Yeah,
2: no. And I mean, and that's why it's literally called hunting and gathering. <laughs> it's two things that went together to make a dietary, you know, decisions for us. And yeah, so paleo diet's wrong.
0: <laughs> but so what we're going to be focusing on a lot is the actual science behind it. Um, how do we know certain foods were present in these areas? You know, great illustrations, high res photos. And also with some of these recipes, especially the older ones, we're going to recreate them with a bit more accurate ingredients as we can. Um,
2: because as we have been upfront and honest throughout this period process of us doing stuff... Megan doesn't always make the correct decisions when it comes to food.
0: Well, it's more of <laughs> think of it this way. The website is like seeing all of our scientific results. The book is the published results. It's the final testament of the work.
2: The websites are experiments. Exactly. That's better analogy.
0: That's what I was saying.
2: Uh, you know. <laughs> No.
0: So anyway, <laughs> um the Kickstarter will go up on Wednesday. It's going to run until April 30th. The goal is pretty high. It's 38,400. Uh that is in Canadian, so it's what 25,000
2: USD. <laughs> I don't know. It's Canadian money is funny money.
0: It is funny money. To be
2: honest with you, I'm genuinely surprised Canada is actually able to function as a world economy. The money here it, it's absurd.
0: Someday Canada's, uh...
2: <laughs> Someday Canada will be a real boy.
0: <laughs> I I do believe in them. They have, like, most of the Hollywood industry and video game industry here. Yeah, Someday. but yet
2: they still can't figure out currency.
0: I mean, they know currency. They're just not allowed to play at the big boy table.
2: Oh, no, they're allowed. They just keep limiting themselves. I think that it's a lot of Canada shooting themselves in the foot.
0: Okay. I can yeah. see that.
2: I think a lot of it is just, you know, I, I love living in Canada, but... Canada does a lot of stuff that is counterintuitive to a you know, advancing anything.
0: I was gonna say there's a lot of bending over backwards when other countries ask for something. Yeah. It becomes it, like, Yeah, we'll do that.
2: They take the whole being nice a little bit too far. Yeah. And in the end, they end up getting the raw end of deals because they won't advocate for themselves.
0: Yeah. That is kind of the rough part about being Canadian ish,
2: yeah, but getting off of that.
0: <laughs> but so yeah, it's
2: the cost is high because we do have to repurchase all the foodstuffs again. And on top of us, you know, repurchasing all that food stuff, we have to, you know, put publish, it, put it all together and publish it. and that that's
0: not exactly cheap. I was gonna say, editors are a bit expensive. In some of the cases we're having things like illustrations, um photography for the most part. I am a reasonable photographer, but there will be some things that we will need to coordinate with the publishing company on. And yeah, that's really the big thing.
2: Yeah. So it's it's going to be, you know, kind of a shock when you see how much we're asking for. But at the same time, it's if we want to make this work, we we need the help.
0: Exactly. And I think overall, this will be one of those kind of things that will be great to have, especially if you are a you know, a foodie who just wants to try foods that you would never have think thought about being together. Or if you are, you know, a history nerd who just needs to know the basis without, you know, digging through a thousand white papers.
2: Yeah. That's the thing is that we've done all the research. We've tortured ourselves with it. <laughs> and you guys are going to get a benefit off of our...
0: Enjoy the fruits of our labor.
2: Yeah. But... The big selling point to it is if you pledge how much on the
0: Kickstarter? I believe it's 50.
2: You will get access to all of the recipes. And we're not just talking the recipes that go up on the website. We're talking Patreon recipes.
0: Yeah, because that's one thing that we don't talk about very often is the Patreon part of all of this. Um, We do post those bonus recipes of like desserts and extra you know, dishes that didn't make it to the final cuts and things like that. And so if you were to pledge the top, you not only get the print cookbook, but you get the digital version, you get them earlier, and you're going to get um, the archive of all the Patreon posts. Yeah. So,
2: And that's, I mean, the cookbook's going to have some of the dessert stuffs that we do make in Patreon. Because, you know, I mean, it's a cookbook. You can't have a cookbook without... Recipes? A dessert section. <laughs> I mean, it'd make for a boring cookbook. And I'm sitting here thinking about it and I'm going, what would we do for the drink section? You know, drink water. (laughs) (laughs)
0: It's going to be a lot of booze.
2: (laughs) I think that one's going to be one we have to figure out.
0: So I didn't intend to have a drink section in the cookbook.
2: Well, I mean, I'm not going to sit there and tell people how to microbrew. No. Because I don't know how to do it, and I am not going to learn.
0: I feel like at some point, if we start telling you how to make your own hooch, someone's going to get poisoned. Yeah. So uh, we're not going to do that.
2: No. But we might, you know, we'll flirt with the idea of putting it in there, but it might just be a section of drink water, make sure it's not brackish.
0: <laughs> the key knowledge that you need to know as a early, early human.
2: This is how long you need to boil water for. But we're excited about the cookbook. We're excited that it's finally, you know, coming about. It's something we've literally spent the last year or so of our lives. Focusing on. Focusing on this blog and the website, the podcast. All of these things are just all adding up and culminating in this cookbook.
0: So now that we've finished talking about the cookbook, um, and we did a couple little plugs for Patreon there, We're going to go ahead and move on to the recipe for this next weekend. So like we had mentioned, we were focusing on the cultures. So we did Mayan last week. This week, we're going to move forward to Olmec. And the Olmec, all I really know about them are the big heads.
2: Yeah, the Olmec are one of those that they get overshadowed. Overshadowed?
0: Is that the correct term? Yeah, overshadowed.
2: Okay, they get overshadowed by the Aztecs and by the Mayan but they were a large player in Mesoamerica. You know, they, or Central America, should I say.
0: Is it Mesoamerica? It's called Mesoamerica.
2: Okay, I'm sorry, I'm still, like I said, that medication's got me all messed up. (laughs) But they were a large player and they are all too often forgotten about. So when we started doing the research for this recipe, we just assumed, okay, you know what? The foodstuffs that we used before, we're going to be able to use again.
0: Not quite. So one of the things with the Olmec is they, like most cultures, focus on other foods as like their main source. The Mayans and the Aztecs, corn was is critical to their lives. Was the term z-centric?
2: Z-centric, z-centric. I don't know. I, I, i when I was doing another video for the Brad's Lab stuff. I came across this word, and it basically means overfocused on corn. But it it was a word that this other archaeologist made up when they could have literally just said overfocused on corn. <laughs> so yeah, but
0: take it as you can, right? Um, but with the Olmec, a lot of their focus was more low preparation foods, like things like squash. Um, tomatoes, things you could eat without cooking.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, And they ate quite a bit of deer. We know that from the records. More fish than deer. Deer was kind of a celebratory, but it's one of those kind of things that deer is really accessible here. So yeah. we're probably going to do deer.
2: No, we're going to do deer.
0: We're doing deer.
2: We, we we teased deer, I think it was two weeks ago. We're doing deer. We're doing deer. Oh, deer. Uh- uh- <laughs> So we're gonna go to the butcher, secure ourselves some uh, whitetail, and uh, you know, eat deer.
0: Yeah, I want I want to grill it, but it all depends on if we get another <laughs> blizzard out of nowhere.
2: I was gonna say we have not been uh, treated too well by the uh, weather. Oh my goodness! We look back home to Kansas City, and it's nice and warm. And here we just keep getting hit by blizzard after blizzard. And the weather will tease us. Like It was supposed to get really warm towards the end of this week. And now it's going, no, no, you're getting more snow.
0: You get snow and you like it. Yeah. It's kind of funny because this winter was so mild. I was like, Canada has nothing on Kansas City. And now it's just been nothing but snow.
2: Yeah, it's, it's weird. Because uh, I don't know. But spring will get here eventually. And we'll be back to cooking outside. A lot. Yeah,
0: and in, in the meantime, our garden will live in our dining room.
2: Yeah, we we started a you know garden to make some of the stuff that we're using to cook more accessible for ourselves, and we were supposed to be able to plant it this coming weekend. Yeah, <laughs> but the Farmer's Almanac didn't take into account global climate change.
0: Yeah, it lied to us.
2: It didn't lie to us. It's just you. Climate change is making everything unpredictable.
0: That's true. Yeah. You can't, you can't plan a year ahead in those ways. No,
2: but, you know, we are lucky enough that we can at least plant them inside and, you know, let them grow. Unlike back in the day when, you know, they had freak snowstorms and the crops just failed. That's true. So, you know, it's kind of a full circle thing for us here.
0: It's very nice. It's very nice. So, yeah. So what we're going to be focusing on is hopefully get be able to cook the deer outside if we can't. We got a fantastic cast iron in the kitchen we can use. Um, make ourselves some venison steaks.
2: Yeah. Might take and uh, make some venison steak. And, you know, I'm sitting here thinking about it, going, making a stew.
0: He just always wants a stew.
2: Well, I mean, you know, it's right now the weather outside screams stew. But I'm going, okay, how many stews did they make down in, uh, you know, Central America?
0: They did make quite a So the Olmec are famously known for the clay pot cooking where they would hit the clay pot, put all the mixture in there, and put it on the side of a fire.
2: Do you know why? Because it's easy. Because crock pot meals are the best meals. <laughs> all right? That is the one thing that ever since humans developed, you know, pottery, we, we have figured out ways to time save. And one of the best ways to time save is just throw everything into one pot, turn it on to high Walk or away. low. Whatever you want to do, walk away, and you come back, and you've got ready-made meal right there. That, you know, the crock pot is just universal.
0: It is genius, but I want something different this time. Okay. We've, been, we've been eating nothing but stews for, like, two months.
2: You know what? You complain.
0: I do complain.
2: <laughs> but you got meals.
0: I do got meals. I got lots of meals.
2: Yeah, good meals. <laughs> and, you know, we were actually talking about the last meal. How easy it was!
0: It was super easy,
2: and you know it was just a lot of low effort for us, which was nice.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And now you're going, I want that high effort stuff again.
0: I don't need high effort, but I do want a little bit more. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna do that, um, and that's really it. Um, I need to play. I'm playing catch up right now on the dessert recipes up at the Patreon. Um, One thing to note that you may not realize, if you wanted to listen to our podcast ad-free, you can become a patron, and I upload them when they're done.
2: Yeah. We also have them on YouTube. Yep. Uh, You can go listen to the podcast on YouTube because that's... A thing now. A thing now. Um, Yeah, we basically are trying to find any way we can to make it easier and whatever way you choose to listen to...
0: Us rambling about food. Yeah.
2: So, if there's a way that we haven't figured out yet, let us know and we'll see if we can't implement it
0: for sure. but that's that's really it for this week. Um we're just gonna be busy working on all of this. I will get some to des- the some of the desserts moving forward, yeah, and yeah, we're just gonna keep trucking along at this Kickstarter, so
2: yeah, it's exciting we're we're excited, nervous, but excited moving forward. It'll be the uh first time that I've ever written a book. I mean, you got my dissertation, but <laughs> I wouldn't sell that for anybody to read. I wouldn't even put that thing up online for anybody to read.
0: I liked both of his dissertations. Thank you very
2: much. Yeah, it's only because you had to read them so much you got Stockholm'd into it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I care so much about hand axes from the River Tims.
2: But yeah, so I think we're going to go ahead and wrap it up.
0: Yep. So have a fantastic week, everybody, and we'll see you next week.
1: Yeah. Bye. Bye.